Um, good morning. <laughs> uh, I don't know if any of you are aware, but something kind of crazy went down on Tuesday. I don't know if it hit your radar or anything, but about 7 o'clock, I think it started. People started showing up. And, um, well, by the end of the day, actually by, by about 11 o'clock, there was a huge hole in my house. And by about 2 o'clock, that, that hole had been filled up. On the screen is a picture of a window. And I just wanted to share some of my home improvement stuff with you. That's free. Now, there's a little more purpose to it um, because um, some of you know this. There are some sneaky people around here. And uh, somebody made note as they stopped by our house one day and noticed a broken window and noticed how, uh, well, that the old window it was, was not in good shape at all. And those people went to some of you. There it is. Um, went to some of you sneaky, loving people, as one of the saints mentioned this morning. I called her sneaky, and she said, we just love you. And um, thank you. You guys bought us a window. I didn't pay a cent. I, don't, I just have to receive it, though. But Kaylee and I are deeply grateful. So thank you for that. And um, the reason that kind of fits what we're talking about this morning is we're going to talk about gratitude. I'm going to talk about gratitude this morning. Um, our hearts, I don't know if you've noticed this, but our hearts have been kind of beat up for many months and uh, whether that's pandemic and the fact that our family can't even be together at this point fully, we're doing our best. Um, it's good to know that we're still connecting and whatnot, but between the pandemic and a, and a difficult election cycle, we've been kind of living in some pretty traumatic days. And, um, and I think gratitude helps give us some perspective so I'm going to pray, and we're going to look at some, uh, some verses out of 1 Thessalonians this morning. Lord, we thank you for your truth uh, to the church in Thessalonica, and we thank you that because it's true, it's true today. We are grateful, God, that you tell the truth, and we pray that you would help us to orient our lives around Paul's words this morning, and we give ourselves to it. We open ourselves up to listen to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, I was thinking, um, I would like to, I'd like to read this, but I'd like us to read it aloud together. It doesn't have to be loud, just under your masks, just like you were singing, but can we read this together? Let's start with verse 16. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you, in Christ Jesus. I want to make a confession this morning that, that I have a hard time living gratefully at times. Oftentimes, 
I find it, that, that dissatisfaction kind of, kind of popping up, a discontentment. And especially, I would say, in these days where, where we have this, this invisible pressure on us. Do you feel that? Do you feel that it's just that lack of normalcy? And I think for me, there's a heaviness. And I'm off to find a, just kind of a sense of scarcity, right? I thought about that and the whole toilet paper issue. Right? The scarcity issue. Oh no, oh no, we're going to be home. We need more toilet paper. And all of a sudden, there's a worldwide crisis. Two of them going on, right? Thankfully, we've lived through that. Um, but, but, but I think for me anyway, and, and my guess is some of you have also felt that pressure. Some of you have noticed that in this time. And so I've been trying to pay attention to that. And trying to be more mindful of these things. And, and so I've got a couple, I've got a, I've got a challenge or an invitation for all of us, myself included. The first one is fairly easy. Um, the first one is memorize these verses. The cool thing is that there are three verses, but the first two, there are only two words. That's like cheating. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So that's the first challenge, to memorize these verses. The second invitation is going to be a little bit diffi- more difficult, and it's, and it's this. It's to spend the rest of your life orienting your life around these verses, particularly um, this, this concept of gratitude. So that, why would we do that? Because we want to be a grateful people. Like, be. We can be. It can ooze out of us because it is our character. We can be grateful people. I want to be a grateful person. So this, this is an invitation. On a, it's like a little journey. We're moving, and, and we're somewhere on this continuum, right? Between ingratitude and being a grateful person. And we're going to need grace, we're going to need help, we're going to need the Holy Spirit. And I know that, in a sense, we're on that journey. It's not like I'm, I, we're, I'm not talking to a bunch of ingrates. Um, but, but this morning is a time to kind of take some, some stock, I would say, with our gratitude. We're going to need God's kindness along the way. So let's, let's uh, take a look at these verses just a bit more. I want you to notice that God wants us to be grateful, uh, but it isn't for his sake. Do you know that God doesn't need anything from you? He isn't sitting up in heaven going, man, I wish Joe would just say he's thankful for something. I need, right? God doesn't need that. God wants it for us because he knows that we need it. God's perspective is perfect. He knows truth. He is solid as can be. Can I get an amen? In a world that ain't so solid, I think ain't's in the dictionary now, so I can't say it. So, Irregardless, I think that was in there too. That's a bad word. I shouldn't say that. Irregardless. I think they made that a word. Um, here we are. God doesn't need anything from us. So how do we become grateful people, particularly when we're, when we're living through crazy? 
How do we do it? Well, I think the first thing is this. Gratitude begins to rise up within us when we make a clear choice to receive our lives as a gift from God. Do you see your life as a gift? Do you see it as a gift? Do you live out of a security that God loves you, that he desires for you to draw near to him, that he has plans, he's gifted you, and he has plans to put you at work in his kingdom for this mission of reaching the lost for Jesus? Your life has purpose. It is a gift. Are you grateful for that mystery called life? I think it's a valid question. (laughs) I remember reading some time back an observation that a theologian wrote or made concerning Adam and Eve. And it it struck me because I, I hadn't really thought about it in this way. What they remarked was, They'd never found Adam and Eve to say thank you to God. That nowhere in scripture do we read Adam and Eve thank God or they were grateful. Or, and, and I thought, wow, that is kind of interesting. That they wouldn't express thanks. And, and so it, it, the question that arises that we might want to consider is, is ingratitude the first sin or a root of the first sin that we find in the Bible. Not once did they say thank you. God, thank you. Thank you, for, thank you for making my wife. Thank you for Eve. Thank you for this food. Thank you for these animals and that they aren't killing each other. And thank you for, for something to do and tending your garden. Thank you that we just get to fill the earth. Right? Thank you, God. Thank you. It, nowhere is that recorded that, that we can find. And so I wonder if that sin of ingratitude is something that we really, that maybe it just, that's a, that's a core issue that Adam and Eve struggled with and that I struggle with and that you struggle with. So we've been learning some, some I would say, painful truth out of Hosea. Those prophets are buggers, aren't they? I wonder why they got killed. Poor things. They told the truth. So Hosea's been telling the truth. And I don't know about you, but there have been some, the Holy Spirit going, uh, Wes, ah, you need to pay attention to that one. Ah, pay attention to that one. So we've been learning this painful truth. And I wonder, could it be that the sin of ingratitude is actually at the core of idolatry? At the core. Maybe, the, maybe we aren't content and thankful for what we have so that so we find ourselves pushing and pursuing and manipulating and longing for these things, lusting after these things, striving for more. And then once we get them, we, we want to hold on to them. So maybe that's money or toys. Or, and then, then we have to position ourselves to hold on to what we have, to have this some measure of control over that. And what if instead of wanting that next thing or living as if we're entitled to more, we stop to reflect on God's goodness to us and said, thank you, God. Thank you, God. 
Gratitude. Do we take the time to notice things around us? To look around for the people that we're grateful for. The things that, not just things that we have, but, but what can we be grateful for? The other day, I, uh, it was Halloween, and um, you know the, the hoodlums go out in the neighborhood, my kids being those hoodlums, and I see a couple of hoodlums over here. I say that in the most loving way, of course. Well, the other day I came home and my son Caden saw me and he said, Daddy, I put something on, on bed for you. Well, it was an Almond Joy candy bar. It was a little one, but it was an Almond Joy candy bar. And, and Cade knows that I really like them. It also happens to be that he doesn't really care for them. But he grabbed a piece of paper and he took the time to write that little note out. And he took the time to stick it on there, walk into my room, and put it on my bed. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the candy bar, of course, but more importantly, I'm grateful for his heart. As a dad, I received that as much more than a little candy bar. And I will say, I savored that little candy bar popped it open, ate like a tiny little bit, mm, savored it, that coconut and dark chocolate. Mm, so good. Little things. Do we savor those little things? Do we really stop to pay attention? How often do we take stock of God's goodness? How often do you turn the truths of God over in your mind? The character of God, do you turn that over in your mind? Do you wake up every day to life, Right? The sun comes up. Did anybody make the sun come up this morning? Who's responsible for this one? Ah, Caden, thank you. Caden Timlin, ladies and gentlemen, rose the sun this morning out of the east. That's probably not true. I should confess my sin, right? Sun came up. We didn't do anything. As God's people, we enjoy salvation right now. Any of you been saved from some sin in life? You've turned, you've repented, and you've found forgiveness and freedom from that? Salvation, now and forevermore? Is that something to be grateful for? Of course it is. If we're growing, we're enjoying more and more of that. We're being rescued from the idols of this world that let us down and leave us empty. We get to see God at work in and through us as well as in and through others. So the question, does gratitude for God's goodness in these things show up on your radar? Do you set aside time for that? Are you paying attention? Second thing, gratitude needs to be expressed. So when you get home, build one of these. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I love that picture. Gratitude needs to be expressed. We need to gift it to others. We need to gift it to God. We did that this morning as we sang, right? We come together. We worship. Worship is thanksgiving. It, giving thanks to God with our voices, with our bodies, raising hands, singing, reciting scripture, which we did a little bit this morning of, right? Gratitude needs to be expressed um, because that practice helps to form us. It helps to form us. We're always being formed. 
So we first notice these things are, we're grateful, and then secondly, we look for ways to express gratitude. I love these words from Psalm 100. And I'm going to read the, the psalm to you, and, I, and I'm just, I want these words to, to flow over you. If you need to close your eyes and, and just receive this, do that, block out those distractions. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. It is he who has given us life. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. We can enter into the reality of God's presence with us, of God's power to take care of us. We enter those gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We give thanks to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His love for his creation never stops. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Is that good news to your heart today? So on one hand, we want to express gratitude with thanksgiving, with our mouths. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. But on the other hand, we also express our gratitude to God with our action. We demonstrate. We demonstrate. So I could go back to my almond joy. I could say, oh, Kate, I'm so grateful for that. Oh, you know how dad loves that. And, but if I never eat it, in a sense, either I'm a health nut, which I'm not. But if I was, I guess the rules wouldn't apply. But I ate that because I was grateful for it, celebrated it. Well, I got an email from, uh, Kaylee and I got an email from one of our boys' teachers this week. You know how that goes. Some of those are the kind that you don't want. Some of them are the kind that you do. And, and this, one, this one went our way. There's a short note of thanks. Um, one of our boys noticed a, a kid in, in his class that was getting agitated and struggling. And so the teacher was helping somebody else. And, and our son noticed. And so he... He knew, I think he knew what would happen. As it turns out, this, this young person had um, some special needs. And, uh, and my son jumped in and helped him. And the teacher just made note of that and took, just like my son, right? She was grateful for that help. And as a dad, I think, holy smokes, right? I love it. We love it when our kids are doing stuff like that. And I think about Johnny and friends. I think about how my boys and many of us have been touched by that and we have a sensitivity toward that. And so that was something that, that it was expressed and she wrote, a, she wrote the email. Cade gave me the candy bar. I was grateful. When I got home, I, I didn't say a word. I just opened it up and I held up the, the email and he could see what it, I mean, he knew what it was. 
No words, I just gave him a big hug. Gratitude rises within us when we make a decision to see our lives as gifts and when we express our gratitude with our words and our actions. The third and and last point that we'll make about gratitude Oh, yeah, I put that in there. Gratitude, if it's going to become part of our character, requires practice. We can't just switch on gratitude when we need it. Why? Well, because our lives are are deeply ingrained, our habits, right? You know you have habits, ways that you just do things over and over and over and over. And many times our habits are ingrained in us, but, but sometimes the good ones aren't yet, right? Maybe we have habits, some negative habits, I mean, ingratitude like we've been talking about. Maybe we complain and we moan and we groan about things. Anybody ever have some of those little habits? <laughs> Linda Moore is like, I have no idea what you're talking about, Linda. Talk to Linda. She'll get you straightened out with your habits, right? No, if we're honest, those habits are in us. They are us. Some of those bad habits are who we are, and those things flow out of us because that's the way we are. And that needs to change, right? They're unbecoming part of our character that God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, wants to transform. Form. He wants to change us so it so gratitude just oozes out. Somebody runs into you. Oh no, there's gratitude all over the place. Maybe it doesn't quite work like that. So how do we get rid of those habits, those bad habits? We need to develop new habits and we need to practice them. Just like we would count carbs or grab a workout partner. Get on the stair climber if we're serious about losing. Wait. Guys are quiet this morning. If we're serious about losing weight, right? So the, the good new habit, what does it do? It chokes out the old bad habit. It chokes it out. We change. So if we want to be grateful, if we want to be a content kind of a person in a world that's trying to make us discontent, all the time, so that we buy stuff and we do this and we do that, we must develop the spiritual practice of gratitude, of giving thanks. And it's a simple practice, but one that that takes some reminders, right? The Apostle Paul didn't write, give thanks for all circumstances. Is that good news? Not talking about just slapping a smiley face on when we're miserable. Give thanks for all circumstances. He wrote, give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. From where did Paul write many of his letters? From prison. I don't think I don't think that was a pleasant place to be. He was in jail. Less than desirable circumstances. And yet he was filled with joy. Read his letters. 
thank you, I'm thinking of you. He, he was outward focused, he thanked, he praised God. He was filled with joy and thanksgiving in his letters. And so what are some simple ways that we might practice gratitude? Well, we might think about starting our day by thanking God for getting through another night. Maybe we reflect on truth before our, our feet hit the floor. That's something that I'm trying to practice because I know I'd need that and I want to be a grateful person. Thank you. God, thank you for your mercies. Thank you that they are new every morning. You guys might know some of this. Of course you do. Thank you that there's nothing that can separate me from the love of Christ, the love of God. What if we turn that over? Thank you that all your resources are available to me, God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. I set our coffee maker out each night. Got a little timer on it. Pops on at 6 o'clock. And guess what the house smells like in the morning? It just flows through our little house. It gets to my nose and... Ah, I can get out of bed. I don't, like, I'm, I like coffee. I don't have to live for it or anything, but that is a pleasant aroma to me. Thank you, God, that I can smell. Thank you that the coffee's made. I don't have to go out there and clean that rotten filter and do all that work, because I did it the night before, but I have that to, thank you, God. Thank you for that coffee smell. Thank you. Thank you for the pitter-patter of little growing feet in my house little four-legged feet, little Josie in the morning, the boys let her up and she runs and she just jumps into the air, her, hairs, her ears fly up and boom, whether you're on the couch or the bed and right, thank you God for this bundle of joy who always loves to see me most of the time. Thank you for my ears that I can hear my boys giggling. Thank you God for my wife Thank you for the amazing mom that she is. Thank you, right? We can thank God for these things. Notice them. Thank you, God, for your provision, for your health. Thank you, God. Thank you. And then maybe you roll over and get out of bed. The point, of course, is that there are a million things that we can find to thank God for. But we have to look for them, don't we? I find that as I say thank you, my contentment goes up and my complaints go down. Even though my circumstances, right? Our circumstances are the same. But something changes there. I went downstairs the other night and, and those of you that have had kids, you, you walk into the room, right? There's a random sock. There are forks. There are plates, there are empty cups, there are blankets all over the place. Like, was there, was there a, what happened down here, right? And I, and I, I went down there and I was in some pain and, and I was just tired and I thought, oh, is this one of those things I just do it? Or is this one of those things that as a, as a parent you, you go, oh, I got to do the, the harder work of going and bringing them down here and clean up the mess. And it hit me in that moment. I got kids. And sometimes I'll be upstairs and I'll hear them laughing and giggling. I'll hear them, I'll hear Griffin yelling at people. 
playing video games. And those boys love each other. And those boys, my, my kids just, they enjoy each other. And so as I look at that big mess, I go, these irresponsible little buggers, I can't even bend down right now, my back hurts, I can't bend. Wait a minute. Those guys bring me so much joy. I'll deal with this later. <laughs> Are we paying attention? Are we paying attention? How are you guys doing in this season of life with regards to being grateful? Seeing your life as a gift? Would you say that your life is characterized by gratitude? Overall? Are you moving? Are you taking out those steps? Do you have some of these practices that you put in the life intentionally so that you are growing? I have a challenge for us. Would you be willing to take this next month to work on this habit of saying thank you to God? Generally, habits take time. Usually, it's about a month. So that's the challenge for me for you, maybe you, maybe you need to throw some sticky notes on the, on the mirror. Just as a little reminder, hey, what are you grateful for? I often will do that to get perspective. Maybe you talk to a friend, you challenge each other, say, hey, check on me. Ask me what I'm grateful for on Wednesdays when I see you. Or set an alarm, text those. I, I dare you, I double dog dare you to try it. Now you have to. I think that's how that works. Was well, a launching point, I, I thought this morning um, that maybe we'd take just a few minutes, just a few minutes to, um, to practice gratitude. And, and we don't have time to, to, to share a context, but I wonder... What's one thing you're grateful for? A bullet you're thankful for. And I'd like us to hear it. Would anybody be willing to share something that they're grateful for? A beautiful red maple tree outside your window. They are glorious this time of year. Mike? Oh, well, you know what? The Eretz are grateful for the Perrys, too. And I mean that. Thank you, Micah. Dick? The freedom to worship. We get to come together and be here together. Thank you, God. Rick? This church family. I wish we were more together. But we are grateful, God, for this church family. Okay? That the sun rose this morning and that you didn't do it, right? <laughs> Joe. Thank you, Joe. Jack. 
Grateful for the way that the Holy Spirit binds us together. And you know he does that over the video too. And we're grateful for everybody out there. And we miss you. Kamala. Grateful for music. Is that not wonderful? It's wonderful. Kaylee and I got to go to, this is my praise, we got to go to an Andrew Peterson concert on Friday. Beautiful. Thank you, God. What a good gift that he was this close. Grateful for family, grateful to be able to move back to the area and be together. Thank you, God, for your good gifts. Josiah, I'm alive. Grateful for life. Thank you, God, for life, even the difficult parts. Yeah. Grateful for sustaining grace. Undeserved favor that sustains our hearts, sustains our bodies. Yeah. Yes, Leslie. That God is in control. Yeah. And that we don't have to be. (laughs) Or that we aren't. I think it's grace to know that, boy, that illusion of control. It's okay. He's going to work out whatever he's, right? Do you trust God that he's going, to, he's going to use whatever and whomever to accomplish his work? Thank you, God. Who am I missing? Angelina. Thankful for God's love. Yes. His love never fails you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, God, for your love, for your You're busted up people. Are those things good to hear? Is it good to respond to one another like that? Isn't it good to recall things that that, that we're grateful for? Something changes, doesn't it? As we hear that. Yeah. Hey, I'm grateful for that too. I'm grateful for that too. Praise be to God. It's good to be together this morning. I'm going to pray for us. God, we are grateful for you. We are grateful for your, our, your undeserved favor. We're grateful for your love. We're grateful for your patience with us. We're grateful for life. And Holy Spirit, we're asking that you would prompt us, not because, God, you need us to be grateful, but because you want us to be. You want to form us that we might, as your people, be a grateful people, a people who walk in and amongst uh, humanity, oozing gratitude, oozing your character, God. People are going to take notice. It's not why we want to do it, but we want to experience the good life. So thank you for empowering us by the Spirit. Thank you for this time together this morning. We, All God's people say, amen. Amen.